My friends, uh, welcome to Monday, uh, another week, another struggle, uh, not only in the nation's capital, but across this country and indeed across the world in terms of so many issues that we have been talking about and uh, other people obviously are engaged in. Uh, I just want to, uh, and, and I need your permission, uh, at least your acquiescence in talking a little bit about uh, the upcoming midterms. And, and this is actually a positive message. Uh, at a Houston area rally on Saturday night, Donald Trump offered the clearest indication yet of what we can expect from him in a potential 2024 campaign. Uh, he said, quote, if I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. And then he added, and if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so unfairly. Now, Trump's hint of pardons for those who attack the Capitol could possibly affect the Justice Department's criminal prosecution of hundreds who are now facing conspiracy, obstruction, and assault charges carrying sentences that could put them in prison for years. If they think Trump will pardon them, uh, at least some of them might be less willing to negotiate with prosecutors and accept plea deals. Uh, but that's not the only consequence of Trump's obsessive, compulsive, big lie. It could also help the Democrats in the upcoming midterm elections by reminding the public of what Trump and his Republican co-conspirators did, and thereby making the election less of a referendum on Biden than about the Republican Party. Last week, Newt Gingrich, who served as House Speaker from 1995 to 1999, suggested that members of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th, 2021 attack on the Capitol could themselves face jail time if the GOP returns to power. And he said, quote, the wolves are going to find out that they're now sheep and they're the ones who, in fact, I think, face a real risk of jail for the kinds of laws they are breaking, he said. Gingrich's remark prompted Representative Liz Cheney, Wyoming Republican and vice chair of the select committee, to respond, quote, a former Speaker of the House is threatening jail time for members of Congress who are investigating the violent January 6th attack on our Capitol and our Constitution. This is what it looks like when the rule of law unravels. Trump and Gingrich are complicating life for Republicans who will be running or seeking re-election nine months from now. Many Republican leaders believe they don't need to offer the public an agenda for the midterms because of the public's frustration with Biden and the Democrats. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, for example, recently, after being asked what the party agenda would be, he said, uh, I'll let you know when we take the Senate back. But if Republicans fail to offer an agenda, the party's message is that much more likely to be defined by Trump and Trumpers like Gingrich. And the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen, along with promises to pardon the January 6th defendants, jail members of the select committee investigating the attack, and other bonkers positions, that would spell trouble for the GOP, because most Americans don't believe the big lie. 
and most Americans remain appalled by the attack on the Capitol. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who you remember phoned Trump during the attack on the Capitol but refuses to cooperate with the House uh, January 6th committee investigation, will have a major role to play in defining the Republican message for the midterms. Uh, Who has McCarthy been consulting? None other than Newt Gingrich. The two have been friends for years, and McCarthy's current chief of staff in his leadership office served in the same role for Gingrich when he was the speaker. McCarthy knows Gingrich is a master huckster. After all, in 1994, Gingrich delivered a House majority for the Republicans for the first time in 40 years by promising a contract with America that amounted to little more than trickle-down economics and states' rights. But like many hucksters, Gingrich subsequently suffered a spectacular fall. In 1997, House members overwhelmingly voted to reprimand him for flouting federal tax laws and misleading congressional investigators about it, making him the first speaker panned for unethical behavior. The disgraced leader who admitted to the ethical lapse as part of a deal to quash inquiries into other suspect activities, also had to pay a historic $300,000 penalty. And then, following a surprise loss of Republican House seats in the 1998 midterm election, Gingrich stepped down as Speaker. He resigned from Congress in January 1999 and hasn't held elected office since. The last time I saw Gingrich was a few years ago at the Aspen Ideas Festival, He and his wife were sitting alone at a reception where every other table was filled, seemingly shunned by all the other participants. I, maybe out of sympathy, I sat down, made small talk. Each time I met with Gingrich over the last quarter century, I've gone away with the impression of a military general in an age where bombast and explosive ideas had become the most important sources of power. Since he lost the House, Gingrich has spent most of his time and energy trying to persuade other Republicans that he alone possesses the strategy and the ideas entitling him to be the new general of the Republican right. Gingrich has also been careful to align himself with the actual sources of right-wing power. He has no scruples, which is why he allied himself with Trump and Trump's big lie appearing regularly on Fox News to say the 2020 election was rigged and mouth other Trumpish absurdities. Gingrich likes to think of himself as a revolutionary force, but he behaves more like a naughty boy. I mean, he grins uncontrollably whenever anybody congratulates him on one of his devious ploys. When he was Speaker, his house office was adorned with figurines of dinosaurs as you might find at the bedrooms of little boys who dream of becoming huge and powerful. Gingrich can be mean, but his meanness is that of a nasty kid rather than a tyrant. And like all nasty kids, inside is an insecure little fellow who desperately wants attention. Still, as of now, the best hope for Democrats in the midterms lies with Trump, Gingrich, and others who loudly remind the public how utterly contemptible the Republican Party has become.